If money affects your life in any way, Money Making Sense will talk about it. Be financially healthy, wealthy, and wise. Here's your host, Heather Kelly. Welcome to Money Making Sense, the show that talks about all things money. Today, we're going to be talking about home ownership. And right now, there's a lot of concerns. Joining me today is Leanne Adams. She is the Senior Vice President of National Initiatives at NeighborWorks of America. So welcome to the show, Leanne. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and I'm excited to be here to talk about our survey findings and a little bit of what we're seeing in communities across the country. Yeah, because right now, not only is there inflation, which is squeezing our budgets between having to pay more for groceries and gas and haircuts and pretty much anything you can think of, everybody's raising their prices, the interest rates on mortgages has gone up. So anybody who was thinking of either getting into their first home or maybe upgrading their home or even downsizing you might wind up paying more for your mortgage in a smaller home than the one you're leaving because of the higher interest rates. That's very true. Um, and you have the you know high housing costs have gone up quite significantly throughout the pandemic. We've seen a lot of um, increases there and in, in people buying and selling homes during the pandemic. And you see the affordability gap widening. So we have uh, not only do we have gaps in home ownership rates, but we have gaps in affordability that are widening, making it harder. And things like inflation and rising interest rates are making that more difficult as well. What groups of people are, are having the most difficult time getting into a home? Yeah. So uh, what our survey says and what we know nationally and data uh, nationwide is that there is a big disparity in our home ownership rate that there's a 30 percentage point gap between white homeowners and black homeowners. And black homeowners, that rate nationally is, a, is at a rate lower than it was 10 years ago. So there's a real need for us to invest in the kinds of tools and resources and support that can help people of color and particularly black people access homeownership opportunities. Did your research go into why the last 10 years saw such a decline? Because we had the lowest interest rates ever in the last 10 years, except for this last year where they've been rising, I would think that more people of color would have a better chance to get into homes. Interest rates is one piece of it, but what we learned in our survey is that 70% of Americans still believe the home buying process is too complicated. And we learned through the survey, kind of affirmed some of the barriers we've seen over the years which is credit, access to credit, uh, whether it's through a traditional mortgage, uh, rebuilding your credit, so credit worthiness, if you've had a financial challenge in your past and you need to rebuild that credit, um, and then housing counseling, so understanding how to navigate this process, how to become a homeowner, what's required, uh, how to access down payment assistance so you can make that first home more affordable. These are the barriers that we saw uh, people citing in the survey. And, you know, 64% of Americans felt that banks may not even approve them for homeownership. So it goes back to that credit piece. So there's still disparities that exist. And we saw a majority of Black Americans and Latino or Hispanic Americans saying they really having this strong desire for financial education and information to help them with this process. Let's say I'm in that minority and I'm not sure where to turn. How, how do I even figure out where to go to get help in that area? Yeah, so NeighborWorks America works through a network of about 250 local affiliate organizations. These are community-based organizations all around the country. They're in Salt Lake City. We have NeighborWorks Salt Lake, which is a wonderful organization. And they have trained and certified coaches and counselors that work with people in the community to access homeownership. So maybe they are starting with financial coaching to rebuild their credit. 
Maybe it's housing counseling or home buyer education, or maybe they can help them identify that first home and access down payment assistance. These are really trusted advisors that work in the local community, and they attract investment from public and private partners as well to make this opportunity affordable for people. It sounds to me like there's a cost to get this type of counseling or help in shoring up what we need to get into a home. No, usually our organizations offer these services to the community. Occasionally, there might be a nominal fee for like a home buyer education course. Maybe you take it online or you take it with a counselor. But typically, these are services provided to the community that these are mission-driven organizations that care about their communities, they care about strengthening communities, they care about the people being able to live and thrive in their communities. So they offer a variety of services to help there. I did notice in the study it said most potential homeowners believe they don't have enough money for a down payment. Is this because most lenders are like, you need 20% down and that isn't always the case, or they don't realize how much down payment they may or may not actually need? Yeah. I mean, part of it is um, to make it affordable, you know, what that down payment looks like, but the affordability gap is widening. And so that down payment, that subsidy that's needed is much larger. And so while we want to see folks move towards savings and building their credit, we also, you know, want to support them to access down payment assistance. That's an incredibly important tool right now for people to achieve home ownership and, and really get on that path towards building generational wealth that so many families have not had access to historically. We need to take a break. When we come back, we'll go more into what other tools people need they can access with NeighborWorks America. And joining me is Leanne Adams, the Senior Vice President of National Initiatives at NeighborWorks America. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Money Making Sense, the show that talks about all things money. If it affects your life in any way financially, we're going to talk about it. Joining me today is Leanne Adams. She is the Senior Vice President of National Initiatives at NeighborWorks America. And just as we finished up that last segment, we discussed a lot of people don't have enough money or feel they don't have enough money for a down payment to make their mortgage payments affordable. But the same could be said of getting into a rental. If you have to pay first and last month's rent and a a deposit, whether it's a security deposit or a pet deposit. And I just saw a listing for a townhome very close to me. They wanted to rent it out for $2,400 to $2,600 a month, and it was only 1,400 square feet. And I just about fell off my chair. And I can't afford that. (laughs) So... How do people get ready for whether they need to rent if they feel they can't get a mortgage or, or getting a mortgage? How do we get that money? Yeah, no, we've we've definitely seen rents increase during this pandemic and, and increasing housing instability for many people, many renters out there as they faced financial challenges. So even starting earlier, you know, one of the things our survey found was that saving for an emergency fund continues to be a challenge. So before you even can get to that First and last month's rent, making sure you just have the funds to to make it through through the month if you face some kind of economic challenge. And 9% of people who had an emergency in the last year were able to financially recover, but without major difficulty, but still it was is a big gap from the years in the past. So, you know, we're seeing people challenged financially. For people who are renters or it might feel that homeownership is just not even in the horizon for them. You know, our organizations offer what we call financial coaching. So it's, it's prior to the home buying process. It's really 
working with you to set the financial goals that you need. So looking at you, looking at your family, your circumstances, um, your income, your debt, setting a budget, helping you repair your credit. So we can start this process and meet people where they're at, wherever they are in this continuum. So they can find benefit in working with a financial coach or a housing counselor to find affordable rentals, to, to set budgets, to repair credit or build credit. These are all really important kind of foundational aspects for people to move towards wealth building eventually and eventually this dream of homeownership, which a majority of Americans in our survey said they still, you know, they feel it's more important now than it was even in 2019. Yeah, I feel very fortunate that I have been able to afford the house that that I live in watching all the interest rate on mortgages go up. What are some other services that NeighborWorks America provides aside from just learning to get into a, a home and budgeting? So in addition to that kind of coaching and counseling and preparing people for homeownership, many of our organizations offer down payment assistance. So that subsidy to provide to you, some of them also do first mortgage lending. So you can actually go to a nonprofit or some nonprofit organizations or a community development financial institution, and you can get a mortgage through them that is more sustainable, perhaps more affordable than maybe the private sector would offer. Our organizations also partner locally with private and public sector entities to be able to access more resources, uh, get more investment, and create more opportunities for people to, to move towards homeownership. And one thing that a lot of people overlook is if they have had any military service at all, the VA offers loans at no interest. That's right. The VA has programs. Also, uh, USDA, Rural Development, has a program for people living in rural communities that has a 0% kind of very affordable mortgage, 30-year mortgage, which is a great mortgage for folks who are living in rural areas. I see every once in a while these advertisements pop up that are like, we'll pay you $10,000 to move here. And a lot of it are in rural areas because they're losing all of their people. People are moving out to larger cities for whatever reason. So if you can get in with one of those places that pays you $10,000 to move there and get help of amazing your budget, you might actually be able to afford something. Yeah. The other strategy that we've seen some of our organizations focus on, I think in Salt Lake they're doing this, is what we call a land trust, community land trust. So it's what we call a shared equity model. So there's deep subsidy. You, you hold the land in this trust, but the home can be purchased by a homeowner and it makes it much, much more affordable for that first-time homeowner. And so some of the equity sh is shared. So as they, in five, ten years, they might sell it, they will gain equity, and they will share some equity back to keep. There's long-term affordability in that property. So it's really a model that works in this market right now because it does maintain that affordability. So if you're in your home now and in ten years it appreciates, you know, astronomically, some of that affordability will still be retained in that home. Is that like a leasehold where you own the house, but you don't own the land underneath it? Because I know Britain, they do this a lot where the land ownership is good for like a hundred years with some yeah. other entity. And when you buy the house, you have to know if that land ownership still has 50 years left on it or you know, 90 or whatever, and the fewer years left on the entity that owns the land, the worse of an investment it becomes. 
for some reason. Yeah, it's a little different, but so land trusts are one mechanism, limited equity co-ops are another. They're really designed to uh, create deep affordability, which is good in a market like we have now, and then maintain that over time. So, you know, w- while a person will gain equity, they're not going to get all the equity uh, over time in that. They're going to get a portion of it, and a portion of it re- re- remains with that entity. But it's still been proven to be a better, removes a lot of barriers to entry, and it's proven to be effective for first-time homeowners, and they still gain more equity than they would if they continued to rent. So huh. if they waited until they could afford it. So it is a model that is effective in some communities, and I believe they're in Salt Lake. Network Salt Lake is also working on something like this. I will have so, to look into that. I haven't heard of it in the U.S., so that is that is interesting. Yeah, there, there are a lot around the country, uh, limited equity co-ops, deed-restricted communities, different mechanisms that are increasingly, you know, community organizations and local municipalities are looking at them as a way to preserve affordability of land and home, like, and houses as well. Okay, we're going to take one more break. When we come back, we'll wrap everything up and find out if there's anything else. I'm sure there's lots, but if there's anything really important that we might want to learn about with Leanne Adams, she is the Senior Vice President of National Initiatives at NeighborWorks America. Welcome back to Money Making Sense, the show that affects your life in any way financially. We're going to talk about it, and today it's all about home ownership concerns, and there are a lot of them out there right now, especially with people of color, people who are black, Hispanic. They have been disproportionately left out of the home buying process. So uh, you were saying in the break that owning a home is the key to wealth. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about that and help people who are kind of out left out of this process right now help them. Yeah. So I think homeownership remains one of the critical ways that we can build generational wealth in this country. And so you were saying earlier that there are many, many communities who may never have access to homeownership. And so, you know, breaking that cycle, getting people into this opportunity is really critical and they can pass that wealth on to future generations. You know, we found that 90% of people in the survey believe that owning a home would give them this sense of security and safety. They they really see homeownership as important to that, that feeling in their community. And the majority want to pursue homeownership and feel it's important. So I think what we need to continue to do is fight really strategically and intentionally about directing resources to those communities of color and to people of color and those families in a way that's meaningful to them. And so our local organizations, you know, they partner, they provide these trusted advisors, people who know them in the communities lots of times, and they're trained and they they know this process, but they can also help you navigate and understand your financial situation and, and move you forward. I think a lot of people, if you've experienced in the past two years during the pandemic, if you've experienced financial challenges, or maybe your credit is no longer good because you couldn't pay some bills, you know, these people can work with you. You're not out of the game. You, you know, coaches and counselors can work with you to get you on that path forward. And we just think it's really important to, you know, local organizations, they work with their local officials and, and private institutions to really invest resources into these tools, down payment assistance, housing counseling, financial coaching. These are very effective ways to help people along a continuum of wealth building and perhaps to eventual homeownership. So you were saying that they do have local offices, the Neighbor Works America. So if I'm in Salt Lake and I reach out for help, I'm not going to be talking to somebody in Miami, Florida. No, that's right. So you can go to our website, neighborworks.org, and look there for a network organization. But in Salt Lake City, 
We work with NeighborWorks Salt Lake, and their website is nwsaltlake.org, and they provide a lot of information and resources. They have counselors and coaches on staff who can work with you to help you in this process. Do you have locations in every city or just some major cities? We have locations in all 50 states, including Puerto Rico, and we also in in Washington, D.C., and then our organizations are located in urban, suburban, and rural areas. So, you know, it's a it's not every city in the country by any means, but we do have broad coverage around the country. So do I get to talk to a live person if I want to, or is it all done online? Like typing oh, at people? Usually, so I don't know specifically what NeighborWorks Salt Lake offers, but typically they offer a choice of homebuyer education online if someone wants that, but they also do in-person counseling and coaching as well. So they will meet you where you are to help you along. Great. Anything else, Liam, that you may want to let our listeners know about? Yeah, I would say it's, it's a challenging time to pursue home ownership right now, and, and many people are still experiencing financial challenges. But if you work with an organization like NeighborWorks Salt Lake or another NeighborWorks organization, they can really help you to get on your fin- financial footing and, and move towards this path. And we do still believe that, and we see it in our survey, that Americans still want to pursue this dream of home ownership, and we believe it is attainable, but it does take time and resources and working with someone as a trusted advisor. All right. Thank you so much, Leanne Adams. Again, you are the Senior Vice President of National Initiatives at NeighborWorks America, and anyone who is interested in pursuing help with NeighborWorks America, go to NeighborWorks.org. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can email me with any questions or topics you want to hear about at hkelly at ksl.com. That's h-k-e-l-l-y at ksl.com. And because this is Money Making Sense, you can subscribe for free on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, and you'll never miss another episode. Thanks for being a Money Making Sense listener. Follow your common sense on the social media, Money Making Sense, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.